When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Um, I'll tell you who else is in the house, uh, Mick. He goes by the name of Adrian Bott, and he joins us on Tuesday Trackside. Adrian, a very good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us on uh, Tuesday Trackside. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. How are you? Excellent, thanks. Excellent. Good, good. Uh, Mick, do you want to fire away and uh, get this show on the road, shall we? Absolutely. Um, Body, mate, full credit. Well, congratulations for all the effort and uh, hard work that goes into producing these two-year-olds at the moment, mate. You've got them absolutely low-flying. Um, any 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 two-year-olds that we haven't seen yet that can come out and compete with the likes of Shangri-La Express and uh, a, a node in your stable? Uh, look, I, I think I've still got some very good horses um, that we haven't seen yet that certainly aren't exposed. Um, you know, at what time they're, they're sort of ready to challenge those types that have already been exposed, I, I guess we'll sort of um, work out through the autumn and sort of how they're placed. Uh, you know, I don't think we'll have anything else sort of pop up in terms of sort of trying to get to the magic millions at this early stage. But uh, there's a couple of horses that um, we'll be trialling over the next few weeks or maybe even trialled to the last week that I think we'll see, see more of, a lot more of going forward. But yeah, I think it's got to be some, you know, certainly it's proven it's a good advantage to have sort of had had that sort of first prep and campaign that um, a couple of those horses like Shangri-La Express and Espionage and, um, yeah, the likes of Straight Charge and that that, that have had. So, um, yeah, it's going to be hard to turn the tables on some of those. Love that. And um, obviously Stormboy, the favourite for the Magic Millions two-year-old race. That is his confirmed target now? Yeah, so he's uh, he's already in Queensland, uh, runs Saturday in the in the BJ McLaughlin up there. Um, look, hopefully all things going well. That's the um, that's the race that we're heading towards and, and targeting. So uh, obviously want to see a see a, a, a strong and another solid performance from him on Sunday. Now, Adrian, just with regards to the juvenile horses you've got in your stable since partnering up with with Gay, what what have you learned about juvenile horses and how they come through the ranks and and how you teach them not just to settle in the runs, but to be so explosive late and hold their speed. What have you learned since joining joining the Gay Waterhouse Stable with with regards to the younger horses? Yeah, look, um, obviously, so I don't um, do as much sort of training myself with them. Obviously, a lot of education, but in terms of sort of the um, level of work and the workload that they have, yeah, it's certainly, um, yeah, that's got to be tinkered with, and yeah, you you really need to be monitoring those horses very closely they can um they can be right there for you one minute um and gone just as just as quickly so uh yeah they need a lot of certainly need to be under your eye and sort of under your nose there the, the, the entire time and you sort of really need to have your 
um, sort of finger on the pulse and um, sort of be very, very attentive to any sort of slight and subtle change. I guess that's sort of no doubt with all of them, but I, I think that's particular with the, with the two-year-olds. Mick, fire away, mate. Yeah, buddy, you got one up today up at Scone there, Tarabo. Um, obviously, very winnable race from the wide draw JVI board. What's the what's the plans there, and uh, what chances do you give it? Yeah, um, went around sort of quite um, favoured in a in in a, in a strong sort of maiden in, uh, at Warwick Farm. There, obviously, it's sort of very very disappointing on that occasion. So, just looking to wanted to drop him right back in class and and, and sort of try and get a. Um, find a grade where he can be competitive and, and, and try and get some confidence for him. Um, he'd sort of been a while off the off the scene, sort of coming back from injury. So uh, whether he can just be a bit forgiving of that first up run, whether he was um, just in just in need of that or, or not. But um, no doubt he was disappointing, and he needs to needs to show some significant improvement today. But I, I think yeah, the, the, the drop back in grade can help offset that for us. Fantastic. you got Vanquish going around tomorrow when pretty close last start. That's at Warwick Farm in race two. Or what do you make of his chances? Yeah, he's been knocking on the door. Um, yeah, I think he looks looks well and has been training nicely for us. So, uh, looks a lovely race for him. Uh, just that, um, yeah, slightly up in trip off his last run, I think should be beneficial. Uh, but he looks to have trained on well and, yeah, looks a, looks a nice race. I've been um, yeah, surprised he's... Uh, still a maiden at this point off sort of what we're seeing from him at home and his work and just sort of um, bumped into a few few ones on his day but uh, you know hopefully he gets his gets his turn tomorrow and you got Yarra Wonga there um, now out to the 2200 meters second up obviously strips much fitter now two trials 2000 meters now 2200 uh, how do you see this horse sort of uh, going do you think you win this and then progress through the grades or do you, what are your thoughts around him yes Certainly a nice horse that can be competitive going through his grades and it's the right time of year for him to um, sort of be racing over the over the summer. Um, carried a big weight there first up and just off the just off the two trials, he, he probably just didn't need of that run and just felt the pinch there at Hawkesbury last start. So expecting to see some some significant improvement just in terms of his fitness there. So it's a it's a nice race for him. Um, yeah, he's a horse that can um, yeah I can see him progressing. Um, yeah, through through the grades and further on what he's what he's done today. You got Power Ballad in race six there. Uh, Rachel King aboard. Uh, she's in really good form, and uh, this horse beat uh, Zafuria uh, two back, and then was only beaten what nearly three lengths last start. Do you see it uh, bouncing back to winning form tomorrow? Yeah, she may have just found a race where it's just a bit maybe a bit too much pressure there. Um, she she won her maiden well, and I, I guess sort of was able to get things her own way in front, and then just taking that next step and, and sort of taking on the older mares there last start and what was probably more of a high-pressure race. Um, just That just found her out. So uh, I guess we can be forgiving of that and uh, just sort of have to see the speed maps tomorrow morning off the back of sort of scratching and see whether we need to tinker with a race pattern or not. You know, she's... Yeah, I don't want her being too one-dimensional and um, sort of vulnerable, but um, she does have some great... Um, yeah, some great speed, so... Yeah, it's certainly always, you know, nice asset to sort of try and take advantage of that when we can. Um, for those of us just joining us here on Tuesday Trackside, uh, that is the voice of Adrian Bott. Adrian, that's the, the short-term view of the stable in the immediate future. What about uh, medium to long-term? Just with regards to the Australian Oaks, which comes up in a couple of months, but uh, you had two nice fillies going around during the spring carnival, Amazonian Lass and Tropical Squall. How are they both going um, leading into their autumn preparations? 
Yeah, both back in the stable now and both in, in really good shape. Um, Amazonian Lass would probably be the, the one that could, could look to head that way. I think mm-hmm. Tropical Squall doesn't quite see out that trip. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll sort of she's got, got a bit too much brilliance. We'll look to look to bring her back and, and maybe keep her around that mile that mile mark. We may be tempted to stretch her out to a race like the binary. Uh, but if not, she she might be more one that we see in the in, in races like the Coolmore. Um, yeah, I think that's where she can be very effective. What about with regards to? I know it's a little while away, but you you and the and the stable would obviously be putting in a, a heap of plans for for the next spring carnival, which will come up. Are there any international runners that you've got your eye on? Any horses from from overseas that that have caught your eye in the last couple of months that could potentially lead into into twenty twenty four in Australia? Um, we, we bought a couple of nice horses out of the uh, horses in training, so Tattersalls in, in October. Uh, they've actually just arrived in Australia now. Um, yeah, they're probably, um, I, I guess, profile horses like Just Fine that we purchased last year, sort of lightly raced uh, progressive horses to sort of try and take through their grades. So um, we sort of give them a bit of time to, to settle in and find their feet. So no real set plans for for those types, but um, they could easily pop up um, in the spring carnival later in the year and, um, yeah, pop up in sort of as a lightweight chance in, in any one of those handicaps. Body obviously heading up to uh, the Gold Coast for another junket. Magic millions, uh, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, <laughs> have you had a look at anything, uh, anything uh, up there or have you got your eyes on anything as a stable? And if you do, how do we get involved? Yeah, I think this is... Um, I think it's going to be a, a good year with sort of plenty of opportunities and we always sort of like to try and um, you know, take advantage of that at, at, at Magic Moon. Bigger catalogue this year. We've had some great success out of it. Um, already sort of had a look through the Hunter Valley and um, sort of got a good um, good gauge on what we feel we'll be targeting. Um, we, you know, we're, we're, that particular sale, we're always sort of trying to find that, um, you know, that sort of two-year-old type of horse, the, the, the precocious forward runner that can you know, get it Get us back for the, get us back for a race like the two-year-old Magic Millions race and, and be up and racing around Slipper Time. There, they're they're the types that we target heavily out of that sale. So if they're the sort of types of horses that people are looking to be involved in, yeah, certainly um, yeah, certainly good sale to be concentrating on that on that one with us. You've been very generous with your time today, mate. Thank you so much. Before uh, we go, I do have to ask you: All Star Mile for Alligator Blood is that on Ooh. the agenda? <laughs> yeah, most certainly. Um, very keen to get him down there. He'll. Pretty much do all his racing um, down in um, down in Melbourne once again. Um, uh, aim to be sort of third up in a race like the All Star Mile, um, and then with the programming this year, um, that may leave open the, the opportunity to have a crack at the Australian Cup as well for him. Adrian, um, go get that reef and tanning oil sorted for uh, the Magic Millions, mate, because you've got a big one coming up. Good luck, uh, good luck for the for this week, and good luck. Um, for, for 2024 and beyond with, uh, with the rest of your juveniles and, uh, and some of those important runners. Hopefully we can find some futures bets as well. They're always nice. <laughs> no, really appreciate it, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you, Adrian. Thanks, there we buddy. go. Adrian Bott uh, joining us on the line from the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott Stable.